0: Okay, here we go. Bye. The Dan and Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The and show, show. And every weeknight it happens. Not like the average. It's Mikey the Planet Adams. The and Show. Providence, Springfield, to Boston. He's known for talking. The show is the Planet awesome. The and so Show. Kicking it back, sports talk, listen to that, and stay tuned for some giggles and last Go. <laughs> 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 the Show. The Planet Mikey Show. I don't even know who, who, who sings that, but it, thanks for sending it to us. I know. I mean, you have no idea? It's like a guy from Springfield who's got a basement and some uh, friends. I'll, I'll take it. That was pretty good. Yeah, we were a low budget program here. Better than I could do. Yeah, Once we get d- done paying you and Smitty, uh, there's hardly anything left for me. I know. <laughs> it's a shame. Hey, by the way, our, our program, as uh, Ben likes to call it, <laughs> Is brought to you by Dr. Robert Leonard, Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, and of course Dr. Matthew Lapresti, Those two are like the guys now, they—they they both are the hair restoration gurus. And I was their very first—not their first client, but their first client—who was on the radio. Look at you, Mikey. Look at this, huh? With all the hair and everything, huh? Do I now? Do I look like Charles Manson, or do I look like uh, Joe Cocker in his prime? Jesus, Jesus in his prime. Well, that's all because I have my hair. Uh, thanks to Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. More about that later. Uh, you know, Ben, do you get this all the time? All the time. Talk to me about this guy. This guy you worked with at DEI. You worked with. Tell me about this guy. No, I don't get that anymore. You don't get that. I don't see anybody. I live in a town with like forty-eight people, and unless I have to go to the post office, you I live don't in see a house anyone. with forty-eight people. Because I still get that. I get it all the time. How's this guy? How's that guy? Who, who, what did you think it's of this guy? Because you walk outside with all your WEI gear. I <laughs> see you wearing the WEI ski team uh, jacket you know, walking I, around. I'm still pissed at WEI. Price w- chopper walking around. Uh, WEI, I had an idea for their promotions department, their marketing department when I was there that they didn't use. And I'm still fucking pissed about it because it was the best idea ever. Cost 25 bucks. Is that why? You know, they have the water boys much. and the water girls, which sounds weird. Yeah. I thought you get make them all women, make them all beautiful women, make mm-hmm. them all young, beautiful women at all these promotions, yes. and send them out and call them the W E E I candy. That's better than the water girls. They never used that idea. And I was of I, not. I, I always thought that was ridiculous that they didn't use that. So, in future episodes, for those of you that keep asking over and over again for me to talk about certain people at, uh, the, in the W E E I family, mm hmm. Believe me, we will cover everybody eventually on this podcast, okay? But I I thought we'd talk about a guy who you and I both worked with. We have that in common. Okay. The big O, Glenn Ordway. Mm. Now, anybody that's out there expecting me to rip Glenn for any reason, it's not going to happen. He's a friend of mine. I went to his wedding. Uh, You know, he uh, came to my roast. Uh, I was on the big show in the 90s. I worked with him many, many times. He was always loyal to me. Yeah. Good guy. I worked with a guy for twenty three years, so I don't have anything really bad to say about him. I do. I mean, he's fat. <laughs> okay, that's one of the bad things I was going to say. I mean, he's round, short, short, very short, fat and round. But that's not. Is that really a bad thing? It's not his fault. Well, the short's not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh, so you're, now you're blaming the fat on it? How? How he's big boned? How big can bones get? I don't know. Let's ask... Uh, Does he have mammoth bones in those legs? let ask John Holmes. I love Glenn. I do, too. But, but so, the mustache has to go. You mean the Pringles mustache? <laughs> yes. The Pringles jar? He looks like the guy... When he's white-haired in, in about 20 years, he's going to look like the the guy in Monopoly. You know, the community chest. You know, the guy with the... Because <laughs> he could have the white mustache. But, you I, know, think no, about it. This is the worst thing the we can... The bald guy? The Monopoly man? The Monopoly guy with the hat. The bald and the monocle. Uh, never mind, never mind. <laughs> I always said about Glenn was Glenn reminds me of you ever make a snowman? <laughs> yes. Okay. Somebody made the big ball, you know, the bottom one, and then they then they, they just put, put, put the head on the top. Middle? No, they put the head right on top. <laughs> All of a sudden they just said, Oh, I'm done. Here's a head, and there's Glenn. You know. But I no, honestly, uh, uh honestly, I, I He does look like a snowman. But uh, I have nothing people are going to say, well, you can't, you, you know, because people, you know, there's certain people in the radio market that love to talk poorly about their ex-co-workers. That's mm. not me. I have zero things to say about the big O that are, that are bad. And I've had some fond memories from working on this show. And I was on this show in the 90s. I worked with some really good people on that big show, uh, you know, good guests that they had in there. Because being part of that was, and I think I got three, $400 a show wow. to, to do that. Back then. So it was really a pleasure uh, doing that afternoon drive program. And uh, I read when it you, to when did you start. With... What year did you start doing the big show? Oh, about 94, 95. You know, Whenever it started, it, I was on shortly thereafter. Where were you? So you were at Neckin at that time? Yes. Right. Yes, I was at Neckin. And uh, we had, I'll tell you, there's some weird things that happened in that studio. I remember the time, uh, remember Steve McMichael, the wrestler? He was a former yeah, inf- the NFL Yeah, Chicago Bear yes. lineman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mongo. Total animal, okay? He comes in mm, to Mongo the studio. Like They're going to put him on the air. And it's Fred Smurlus, Lenny Clark, me, and Big O. And here comes Steve McMichael. You know the window outside the studio, the big glass window? Mc- Steve McMichael stops in front of the window. And we're looking at him. And hes we're on the air. He spits this huge hawker all <laughs> over the window. And I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be special so he comes in the guy's a lunatic and he takes off his sunglasses he's like half cross-eyed and he's staring at everybody like he's gonna kill them like it's charles manson he, he was, was coked out of his mind totally weird so we go through this whole 15 minute segment with him and he gets up and walks out and glenn says fred smirless he says you, you didn't ask him one question fred says Stay away from nose tackles. <laughs> They're nuts. And then he says, Lenny, you didn't say anything to the guy either. And Lenny goes, I learned a long time ago, Glenn. Never flick a rhino in the balls. <laughs> so so that night, the guy comes on my TV show. Because he, I, we had scheduled him to come on the, the Sports World show. So he comes in. Is he still blown out? Oh, unbelievable. He sits down next to me. He's no further away than you are, like two feet away from me, okay. at the desk, on the air, live, live TV. And Steve McMichael looks at me and goes, Puts his sunglasses down on his nose so I can see the, the crossedness of his eyes. <laughs> and he says, you know what's real nuts? You want to see crazy? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> what am I going to say? No. He stands up, smashes his head down on the desk. I mean, it was so loud. Like he was, like he was head-butting this thing. Puts his glasses back on. He goes, now that's crazy. He hit his head so hard on that thing, I'm surprised the desk didn't break in half. And that he didn't have a huge welt in his head. The guy was mental. This has been a great story about Glenn Ordway.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, the, my favorite moment on the Glenn Ordway show was when he had to go to a break because of something I said. I knew if I could, if I get Glenn, if you get Glenn to go to a break right without even talking, then you've hit his funny bone. They we had a a lady wrestler come in. There was some lady wrestler or whatever. And, Do you remember the name? No. And she was talking whatever, and then she left, and I said. I said, you know, Glenn, my, my ex-wife used to wrestle. And he said, really? I said, yeah, but you should see your box. <laughs> and Glenn had to dump out of that one. But uh, no, many years, 23 years of Glenn Orway, I got nothing bad to say about him. Now, Mutt, oh, no, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, do you have anything bad you want to say about anybody? No, I don't care enough. That's awesome. <laughs> I wish <laughs> don't give do a shit. Now, is that the weed that does that? or A little bit. <laughs> Little bit. There's only there's one person I hated in, in radio though. I didn't really I got along pretty good with most people in my radio career. Forty five years. I think I got along with ninety eight percent of them. It was that fucker Fred Norris, wasn't it? No, Freddie was great. Freddie was great. I'll talk about him someday. Funny bastard from my hometown. But there was this lady in New York. I only worked in New York once, you know. NEW? Yeah. You think, oh, it's the pinnacle of the broadcasting yeah, New York. It sucked. I fucking hated it so much, but part of it was that this woman I had to work with, Leslie Gold. Now, was she on your show? It was her show. It, it was, was her the show. the radio chick. So, what were you? I was her her, sidebar, her uh, side bar. Her sidekick. Yeah, I was her third man in the room. Her the it was Leslie Gold, the radio chick, Butchie the producer, who I had no problem with, and me. And and she told me when she when she when they hired me for the gig. All you got to do is be the third person in the room. Every 15 minutes, be funny, and then that's it. You come in oh, at 10. You're, you're the joke bitch. That's uh, what you, you are. You come in at 10, you leave at it two. It's easy. You know, $80,000, and I'm like, oh, okay. So, God, I'm stealing. Here's the thing, though. When we got there and the show started, she turned into the radio bitch. Like, full-time bitch. She started saying, well, you know what? We're going to have a pre- pre-show at 9 a.m., So, oh, wait, so I don't come in at 10 anymore? No, 9? Okay. In New York, easier to get there at 9 than 10, sure. Uh, And then after we had a post-mortem. So so now it's 9 to 3 when it was 10 to 2. She did that on her own, changed the hours. And then she told me, don't ever be late for the show. You better be puking on your shoes. She she wanted to be the the female Howard Stern. And she was bitchy up front about, you better be. So one day I'm late. I'm late and I couldn't get a cab or whatever. And I got there at 10 15 or whatever. They were already on the air auditioning for my job. Like I was so pissed. I was like, what? What? Are you kidding me? So I walked up to the window, I gave them double middle fingers, and I turned around and walked out, never went back. How long were you there? Like five months. Jesus Christ. She hated children. Can you blame her? No. Yes. I mean, I just, maybe the most mean-spirited, nasty, it was her, the only thing, and she talked about them all the time, she used her two knockers, which were ample, uh, in all of her advertising, you know, uh, she'd give away bras on the air and stuff. Her, Her boobs were basically her trademark. But inside that brain of hers, not only was there not enough talent to be the female Howard Stern, but she was a bitch. From day one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel better now. Well, she does have nice boobs, but yeah, who gives Yo, a you're shit? Looking up, you're looking up Leslie Gold? Yeah, yeah. oh, She's on the radio. Who gives a shit if she yeah. has big boobs? That's a, that's a good point, actually. You know. Around the Weird with uh, uh, is coming up, and we have a sponsor for the program, for the podcast. I know I mentioned uh, Dr. Robert Leonard. I, in 2003... I had a uh, hair transplant surgery where they take the hair from where you have a lot of it, which is the sides. You know, you see bald guys, it's always the top front top back. The sides is where the hair grows. So they take the hair from there and they put it where you don't have any mm. and it grows. Why? Because it's your hair. You know, it's not like you're getting a transplant from a, uh, you know, a chimpanzee or something. No, it's your own hair. So they put it there and then it grows and it's the same color and it grows the same pace. Cause it's, your hair. Nothing has ever changed my life more uh, than having my hair restored, you know, because then I was able to go out there and drink with the youngsters. No, <laughs> I found a new wife and a new life all because of Dr. Leonard uh, and uh, Dr. Matthew LaPresti. who I think Dr. Leonard taught him everything he knows or vice versa. They taught each other, but they are the guys, believe me when I tell you, the guys, if you're considering permanent hair restoration, call one 800 Get Hair. They have six locations in New England and they're wonderful people and they're highly professional and it works. 1 800 get here. Or go to hairdr.com. It's time now for around the weird. You want to go first, Benny? Sure. All right, bud. Uh, I'm going to have to. Hey, t- hold on. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Oh, thanks. Uh, I'm going to have to translate. Some of this, because it, it it comes from England or somewhere in the UK. Oh, translate that English for me, will you? Well, they call these cheese toasties, but I think we just know them as cheese sandwiches. Is that fair? I love them. All right, I love cheese sandwiches. Cheese sandwiches banned from park amid fears of terrifying motorcycle gangs. Uh, how does? How do you, I don't know. I have read tie it. Yet. How does it tie in? Though? We'll find out together. A council has banned cheese sandwiches from being sold by a new park vendor over fears that a hot food van could attract intimidating motorbike gangs and antisocial yobs. What the fuck's a yob? (laughs) I don't know, but it's got to be better than a cheese sandwich for me to care. Local residents, a head teacher of a nearby secondary school, and a A head teacher? A head teacher. Teaches the kids? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One local complained of motorcycle gang terrorizing families while Horfield Ward counselor Claire Hiscott feared a hot food vendor could lure children into absconding from school. You know, I hate to say this, So this goes from fucking motorcycle gangs to truants. Food's (laughs) been around a long time. If it's that much of a temptation, truancy would be the number one problem. Not body odor. A New Hampshire restaurant that's preparing to open has removed a sign advertising its name. Why? Well, there's, there are concerns that the name sounded like profanity. The name of the Vietnamese restaurant, uh, <laughs> the word P-H-O, is pronounced pho. In, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's in Keene, uh, New Hampshire. Lovely and place. And the name of the restaurant was Pho-Keen Great." <laughs> city manager elizabeth dragon said it's not what any hold on slight Wait, what was her name elizabeth dragon she's a <laughs> fire uh she said it's nothing against the vietnamese cuisine or the people of vietnam it's that fucking fucking <laughs> great doesn't doesn't match what she wants for her little town <laughs> Keene, new hampshire oh in a joint effort between the Baltimore Police Department, the Southwestern Regional Police Department in York County, Pennsylvania, and the United States Marshals, a man identified as Anthony Doodoo Butt Ward was arrested in connection with a shooting that stemmed from a road rage incident. Doodoo Butt Ward? Anthony Doodoo Butt Ward. <laughs> Baltimore police said around 5.30 p.m. on October 30th, officers responded to the 3600 block of Frederick Road for a reported shooting where officers found a 20-year-old man suffering from gunshot wounds. Officials of the York County Police Department said they apprehended Ward, who was wanted on first-degree murder charge. And he's in the 400 block of Hershey, Pennsylvania. But wait, that's the end of the story. What about why do they call him? I don't. I don't know. Bug. I was. I was breezing through the rest of it. I don't care what he did. I want to know why do they call him Duda? Why bug? they yeah, call him? He could have killed twenty fucking hundred people, and we wouldn't care about that because we want to know what's with the nickname. He shits his pants while committing murders. <laughs> oh, it's easy to he, track him down. Huh? You know how every serial killer has a moniker. Yeah. Like the, what was it, Greenwater Killer, is that sure, what it was? Sure, yes, or one of those. Uh, the, the What was the DC The, the Night Stalker. The, the Night Stalker, the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. This is Anthony Doodoo Butt The Ward. Butt Rapist. I yeah, made I that want... one up. So wait, so they call him Doodoo Anthony Doodoo Butt, what is it? Doodoo Butt. D-O-O dash, D-O-O. no, but why- B-U-T-T. Why do they- Oh, looks like another doo-doo butt killer case. How do you know? Skid marks. You know, I mean, <laughs> this is insane. That's, a, that's a, They got to have a reason in that story. Who, whoever no wrote that reason. is a bad journalist. That's the only thing. of I don't care if he's a murderer. I need to know why. I can imagine, but I want to know the facts. <laughs> okay. Around the weird. This is where it goes. This is where around the weird takes us. Okay. Hi. I think I need an ambulance. I believe I broke my penis. He said a man named Asdurian. His book, Broken... Oh. No, he, let me just <laughs> what, tell you. This no, guy, Asdurian, wrote a book. As Asdurian? Asdurian is his name. He broke his penis. How his, is it, his name weirder than the fact that he broke his penis? Well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> In Broken Banana, his book, the now 32-year-old writer and video producer, recounts <laughs> his alarmingly quick nightmare journey from the throes of ecstasy to a sterile hospital bed. Oh. After taking an ambulance to the Upper East Side as Durian contemplated how he might explain his injury to people, he drafted an email. I essentially tore a penis muscle and fractured my urethra, having sex with a former college hookup who was randomly in town tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had to call his mom. His mom took it well. She hopped a flight uh, from Florida. She to, to, from, from, came from Florida to New York when he called, adding... Please don't be stupid, I still want grandchildren No, 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 I have no, to no. know He was banging at this girl, he hooked up with her And he broke his penis Yeah, But how? Well, there's a lot of ways you can do that I wasn't there Was it one of those all the way out Tried to go all the way back in And just slam right into Grundle Oh, could have been But uh, I don't honestly want to think about that Because I haven't eaten yet Anyway, What does eating have to do with that? The guy broke his penis <laughs> Who wants to eat after that? As Dorian, would your mom come fly halfway across the country if you broke your penis? Well, since she's been dead since 2006. So that's a no? That's probably a no. God God rest her soul, you fucker. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now, uh, I'm so so mentally disorganized. You know, we haven't done this in a while. I just want to mention, too, coming up, uh, James Montgomery has agreed to join the podcast. And he's going to bring his harp. If you're into the blues or if you're into the music scene for the last 50 years, then you know about James Montgomery. Uh, He's uh, told me he's going to be on the podcast. A lot of other very exciting future guests, none of which are named Nansky. And uh, we also have a little feature we do every single week. (laughs) I always used to say this. How are we doing on time, Smitty? (laughs) Um, It's called The Smartest Man Alive. And smitty has prepared now ben this is something you can jump in on sure but don't expect for even a second to defeat me in this because i am of course as you know the smartest man (laughs) (laughs) you're an asshole he's over there hanging twisting with his hat on and his shirt (laughs) so So, we get 15 15 seconds seconds of of each theme theme song. song and that's what i'm told the format is right smitty Fifteen seconds. Yeah, I guess. And uh, the idea, <laughs> <the> idea, <laughs> sure, why not? The idea is for me, the Smurfs made alive, yeah, to guess all of these theme songs. this because I have a not a photographic memory, an audiophonic memory. When, I remember everything I've heard. When are these from? What'd you say? What? suck. <laughs> <laughs> sucked. When are these TV themes from? What era? The '60s, of course, the golden age of television. Before you were born, and that's probably why you were born. Have you watched television since the '60s? Yes, I have. Okay, yes, I, did. I watched uh, CNN this morning. I uh, bet got, that was illuminating. I, had, I have a hard time getting through a day without seeing Poppy Harlow. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start this. Okay, if I get one wrong, you can make fun of me. Deal. Yeah, it's good. Sparking. Ready? Uh, Bewitched. Starring Elizabeth Montgomery And Dick York as Darren Or is it York Dick? That's Bewitched That was was easy My nose is twitching Did you remember that show? Yeah, she was hot She was hot She's dead now, I think She was hot She was dead Um, Um, There was two Darrens, right? Okay, do you know this one? Uh, Yeah (laughs) Andy (laughs) Griffith Yeah, Andy Griffith show uh, starring Andy Griffith and Opie, who's uh, Ron Howard. Ron Howard and Aunt B, who I banged after a Girl Scout outing in 1981. How much dust? Yeah. All of it. Mm. <laughs> hey, Aunt B, can I have some more of that peach pie, please? Oh, Andy, Come shut up. And he, he threw a around head head. her on the bed. He <laughs> reached in his pants and he pulled out his worm, and up from his worm came a bubbling sperm. Oh, you don't know what it is, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Beverly Hills, <Hilden. laughs> Buddy Ebsen, uh, Irene Ryan, uh, Donna Douglas, Max Baer Jr. I'm talking about my family here. Adam's family. Everybody knows this one. You know, that's one you. It's, it's almost too memorable. It's like a Barry Manilow McDonald's jingle. You know, you can't forget the Adams Family. You know, and Morticia with that greasy Space, hair. The Final Frontier. Go ahead, Ben. Star Trek. Yes, Star Trek. Easy. Oh, what is this? One? I got it. I got it. I got it. Get Smart, starring Don Adams and Barbara Feldon as the Beaver. That this was the this was one with the shoe phone, you know. Missed it by that much. Sorry about that, Chief. No? Uh, no, I don't know. Oh, my God. Ben's got a blank look on his face. The Munsters. No, I've never seen it. I've heard of it. I've just never seen it. Fred Gwynn, right? Yvonne Carlo. Who else is on there? Oh. <laughs> there is a fifth dimension beyond that this which is, is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space. and time? It is timeless. Yep. Right. As I've only seen it a couple times. There's the one with uh, Burgess Light, Meredith and, and the books and the glasses, and then he's in the vault and then he right. breaks Sick the glass. Thick and, he glasses. and then he so can't read. Yeah. That was time now. Of his knowledge. So have I missed one yet? I haven't missed one, have I? <laughs> Oh, uh, I Dream of Jeannie. Hold on, let me get on my bikini, Genie. <laughs> and Larry Hagman never got that. He didn't. All he had to do was wish for it once. She lived. Just once. <laughs> he didn't even have to do that. Just wish for it. And be like, hey, I, I wish for you to give it up. Uh, he, he'd stick her back in the bottle if she doesn't comply. All right, Ginger or Marianne? Yep. I mean, with Ginger or Marianne. Yeah, who played them? <laughs> Tina Louise was Ginger, Gilligan's Island, and I, I can't remember who. Dawn Wells mm, as Marianne. And that was, of course. A, and the rest. Don't forget Me? That. Millionaire's wife. Oh. Do you look like Mrs. Howell? Oh. <laughs> oh, this is easy. Not for Ben, though, you notice. He, he, ben wasn't even born until, like, 1999. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke show. Now oh, it's like thats uh, like a walking, talking misnomer. Dick Van Dyke—they don't even go together. Uh, starring Mary Tyler Moore and Richard Van Dyke. Oh boy. Uh oh. I may have stumped myself. Is this uh, dark, dark Shadows? No, that was until the seventies. The Avengers. Doctor Who? Oh, I saw it one time. This is Doctor Who. That's who that is. Rain and wind and weather, hell, <laughs> rawhide. Yes. It is Rawhide. My I put up my own words. See, the only show. reason I know that is because of Blues Brothers. Yeah. You ever see the shit show? Right. I used to use this song all the time to get girls. I go up to Really? And, say, and that I'd, worked? i say, whip it out, pull it out, yank it out, pull it out. Mount Rawhide. Whip it in, white it out. <laughs> white it out? <laughs> With white out. Oh, this is The Avengers. That's The Avengers. I, I never watched that show either. It was too English for me. You know, too highbrow. Too many canes and derbies and umbrellas. Fuck you. Come right and a little train that is rolling down the tracks to the junction. Petticoat Junction. About to care <laughs> and all that pubic hair at the junction. Petticoat Junction. You bet. Even more when you get. To function. Oh. Bonanza, perfectly done. See, he did watch some reruns, of Smitty. He obviously did. I watched some Bonanza. Who was your favorite? Who was your favorite? Ben. You know why they called him Little Joe? <laughs> Ask Haas. <Hoss. laughs> By the way, Pernell Roberts had a toupee the whole time, and so did Lauren Green. Oh, that ruins everything. Yeah. Oh, this is That's easy. too easy. Yeah, yeah. Mission Impossible with um, uh, Martin Landau and uh, who played Mister Phelps? James Arness's brother, uh, didn't he? Uh, what was this? Peter Graves? And Barbara Bain. Who Barbara Bain. Yeah. <laughs> she got married to Martin Landau. She drowned in his spit. <laughs> okay, who's this? I know this one. You don't know I this I have one. no fucking clue. My Three Sons. What? Fred McMurray and uh, William Demarest. Yeah. Oh, this sounds like Lost in Space. Yeah, this is Lost in Space. Uh, I had a crush on uh, the girl on the Lost Robot? in Space. No. <laughs> what are you, weird? <laughs> Angela Cartwright was the older sister of Billy Moomy. Billy Moomy was Will Robinson and Guy Williams and Carl Lockhart Carl Lockhart. June Lockhart were the parents. Oh this is this is that one I th- thought the other one was. This is uh, Dark Shadows. Yeah I, I always hated that movie. I mean that show. My sister watched it and I always would ask her, why? you know why do you watch this? She'd say, oh, it's really good And I'd say, no, it isn't <laughs> Real nice brother <laughs> Just shitting on her life She was great, nice nice person Now, what's this? Oh, uh Oh, it's my favorite Martian <laughs> With Ray Walston and the antennas And Bill Bixby, who's now dead That, pair, that only kind of from from Brooklyn Heights. But a fancy pair. And she's ugly. She's so fucking ugly. Yeah, will find one pair of bosoms. <laughs> I lost my mind. Oh! Uh, the vagina. I mean, the Virginian. This is the Virginian. I knew this one. Uh, McClure. What was the guy's name? Doug McClure? Let me see a picture for the Brewers. How are we doing on this? Have I gotten them all? How the fuck would I know? Daniel Boone. It's like a Disney thing. Fess Parker. What kind of name? First name is Fess. Mr. And Mrs. Parker, what are you naming your son? Uh, I think we'll go with Fess. Oh. Is it Maverick? No, it's Wild Wild West. Oh. Yeah. It's Wild Wild West, huh? Jeez, why are you so? <laughs> because you didn't know. Because <laughs> I wasn't born for That's twenty right. fucking years. Too bad you didn't wait longer. <laughs> Oh, this is um, Hogan's Heroes. Watched it every day when I was in Arizona. We, I just take a long hit and watch Hogan's Heroes every single afternoon. It was hard to get a job back then. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. One of the classics. And, of course, Robert Crane, Bob Crane, got murdered by his boyfriend or something. I don't know. Filming porns? Yeah, it was a weird, weird thing that happened to him. I did a telethon with him one time. Uh, this is... Green Acres right yeah Green Acres I fucking bit. hated this show when I was a kid Yeah, Eddie Albert because no, uh, when I was a kid it always came on after Batman and once it came on I heard that I was like fuck Batman's done <laughs> 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 it was it was kind of a stupid show yeah. it was a barely Hillbillies like uh, spin-off Oh, this is a horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Go right to the source and ask the horse; he'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. Ed. People yakety. Oh, oh, you're not gonna continue it? Uh, (laughs) uh, Ah, Gomer Pyle. Golly, Sergeant, I'm dead. I used to date Rock Hudson. Golly. (laughs) Get the AIDS, too? (laughs) Uh, Oh. This is F Troop. Yes. Which is also a porn movie back then. The F Troop. Did you ever see that? By the way, F Troop is also the last thing Joe Castiglione said to Jerry Troopiano. <laughs> ah, F Troop. I'll move on to a new partner, F Troop. Are we at the end of this podcast? All right, I'll tell you what, next week's podcast is going to have James, James Montgomery on it. Dr. Robert Leonard has brought you this podcast and Gorilla Gloom. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show.